Okay, do, do we want to, Windsor, do you want to open us with a prayer? Uh, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. And I don't do the last part because I'm Catholic and we don't do the last part for some reason. Uh, this is the Mystic Pizza Minute, uh, everybody. Welcome. Today we are on minute 13 of the 1988 classic movie, Mystic Pizza. Uh, and we have with us in studio today, uh, Mr. Yossi Wilson. Hello. Yeah, so full disclosure, I have not actually seen this whole movie before. I've seen bits and pieces. But hey, you're our first guest yeah. that we didn't have time to show you the entire movie leading up to this minute. Yep, so I am diving into this headfirst with... You got all of the context <laughs> that yep. the beginning of Chapter 2 provided. Yeah, yeah, because uh, update on the Mr. Pizza Minute, we don't have to watch the beginning of the movie anymore. Now we can just skip ahead to the next chapter. And it made it made a world difference. Although I kind of missed that uh, mandolin tune. I got it say. was really good. We should just make that our ringtones. That's true. I could do that. Find it on Zedge. What the hell, is Zedge? Zedge is the ringtone app from like six years ago. It's probably, <laughs> it's probably super obsolete these days. Oh no, yeah. I but just, you're still using it. I, I just Actually, make all my own ringtones, so you know, like like you find sites online that it's just like pop it, pop on any song and just. I think whatever. I can do that on mine. Mine's an iPhone, so it's like a walled garden kind of situation yeah no they they those sites have like a system set up it's sort of annoying you gotta like upload it to or like i think actually itunes has a system for doing it but you've got to like you know it makes a duplicate of the song that's only that minute and then you've got to change formats that's it, sort of annoying but yeah better but than paying like a couple bucks or whatever yeah and i remember when ringtones were just like Beep boop beep boop. <laughs> like here's my beep yeah. boop beep boop version of Maps by the Yeah Yeah Yeahs. You know. Yeah, no, the yeah you gotta you gotta love you. Kind of miss those like uh, beep versions of classical music. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what's Beethoven's? So, so Windsor, can you tell us uh, what happens in this minute? All right, so the last minute we met uh, Phoebe. He or she is Tim Travers' small girl. Uh, 
well, what do you call them, daughters? Uh-huh, yeah. She's the daughter of Tim Travers. She's dressed mm. like one of the seven dwarves. It looks maybe like four feet tall. And uh, <laughs> so in the last minute, Kat asks her maybe shorter what that. her age is, how old she is. And she just kind of stares at her blankly. But uh, in this minute, it starts with her saying that she's Well, Well, first, first she kind of flees. Yeah, yeah, yeah she, she goes goes like yeah. She like hugs her dad's leg. and But then she says that she's six. But Tim Travers says that she's four. Which so. my first note actually says, child is pathological liar. Well, yeah, I was yeah. thinking, because he immediately says after that, he's like, I'm sorry, but, you know, her mom left for England, and, like, you know, it's been a hard week for her. So has it been such a hard week for her that she's aged two years in a single week? <laughs> yeah. Or she's forgotten how old she is. <laughs> Maybe yeah. she's not lying. Maybe she's just, like, saying that I am four, but I feel like I'm six. Yeah. No, I, because I like my the, mom just left. I like the theory that, that her mom left and it just sent her into a fugue state. Oh, and, and breaking news, this girl has a mom. Yeah. yeah, which yeah. really blows apart a lot of our theories about like what's going on here. Because he seems like he's a, a married man, possibly. He is a married yeah. man, and I, but I don't think that breaks any of the theories. Like, uh, mom just left. Mom's gone. Well, Cat seems a little disappointed by it. Uh, like, I, maybe I was making, maybe I was reading into that, projecting onto it. But right. like, but she's like, oh, I'm, I'm not going to get the bone him. Yeah, well, I don't know. If she was any kind of good babysitter, I would say that her thought process right now would be like, uh, the mom's gone. I guess, uh, you know, that's why they want to hire me. I should probably be very professional about this situation. I should probably get the kid to like me and stop running away from me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she should probably get the kid to like him, but uh, not so much the dad. The dad's got marital issues to work out. So the dad, he goes and takes a phone call, uh, but then she, in trying to get in with the, the daughter... Starts reading to her from the the classic piece of incredibly sad children's literature, Velveteen Rabbit. Uh, which... I have not read the Velveteen. Oh, Rabbit, are you actually. not familiar with the Velveteen Rabbit? Oh, I'm pretty man. not yeah. familiar with the Velveteen Rabbit because I heard that it was sad, and I was like, "Why would I want to read well, something sad?" Wh- why don't you tell us what you think the Velveteen Rabbit is about? Uh, the Velveteen Rabbit is about. Uh, it's like a little white rabbit that wears like a blue jacket, uh-huh, uh-huh. and uh, the jacket is made of velvet. So far, so good. And uh, the the rabbit one day is out uh, picking berries with his mother. Uh, don't. Don't forget, it's got to have a sad turn pretty soon. And uh, they come across a road, uh-huh. you know. Oh, but they they don't they don't know what roads are because they're rabbits and like they cannot possibly fathom like what a car is or why there is a person uh-huh. on they're another like, well, What's thing. with those rocket bears? Yeah, they, <laughs> what's with those rocket bears? So the mother crosses the road perfectly, but when the velveteen rabbit tries to cross the road, uh, like a bunch of like like SUVs like start. Pummeling down the road, uh-huh. causing SUVs. all this rock. Uh, yeah, placing this like, in a specific period They're like of time. black SUVs. You can hear helicopters, and then you start to hear gunshots and stuff like that. <laughs> the so the Velveteen Rabbit doesn't know what to do. He's getting tossed and turned around by like clouds of rocks and black SUVs, and he ends up in this like uh, like laboratory shootout. Uh-huh. And there's a bunch of chemicals. So involved. so basically, what you're saying is the Velveteen Rabbit is a crossover with Breaking Bad. Uh, yeah, it's a little bit like that, but that's all I know about the Velveteen Rabbit. Okay, you're yeah. close. The no. Velveteen Rabbit is actually, uh, maybe I should actually pull up a description, but no, it's it's about this kid who has this toy Velveteen Rabbit, and then he, he loves the Velveteen Rabbit, and they play together and everything, but then the, what, which famous illness was it? I don't even remember. It's it was years. like the flu of like 1912 comes along, and everybody starts dying. Mm-hmm. And every and the kid gets really sick, 
and they have to burn all of his possessions because, like, you they know, they're infested, infected with germs. Yeah. And so then the Velveteen Rabbit is, like, burned up in a fire. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, yeah. like, it's like the giving tree. If the giving tree didn't give anything and instead just died horribly in a fire. Oh, yep. that's terrible. Yeah, no, um, I will say when I was a kid, because, you know... Like, I, I, I haven't read the stories. Like, my parents read it to me when I was very young. But I remember getting very confused because there was a Velveteen Rabbit, and I was familiar with the semi-cheese product, Velveeta. So oh, that like, yeah. confused me quite a bit. The Velveeta Rabbit. That's a whole different story. <laughs> they should start putting those out. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know... To get you into reading books, here's, yeah, they, here's they, some cheese rabbits. Yeah, they they burned him, but now he's just really tasty. So uh, let's let's go over to the phone call for a second. He he appears to be like from the context we can pick oh, up. Oh, well, first he, you got to say that the phone rings, and you know Jim, I did mention also that. before you, also mm-hmm. before the phone rings. I noticed like when the little girl goes over and hugs hi, hugs him, his pants are wet, which I oh, don't yeah. know if I missed the context of that, but yeah. yeah. Maybe he was uh, waiting around. I think the previous minute he did come down with a towel, but we don't really know why his pants are He didn't have enough time to dry everywhere, so he just threw on some pants. He only dried his upper half. Yeah, it looks like what he was doing was uh, he was, like, wetting the ground in his hallway upstairs and then, like, sliding across it like he's, like, some kind of surfer. Uh uh, Oh, he could be. Yeah, so he's he's a real fun dad. He's He's like the dad from Flubber. Yeah, or, or I mean, you know, you know, I, I've I've been around four year olds. Uh, let, let's hope that's just water, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the phone call he he p- takes a call from somebody named Mrs. Farley, uh, who he appears to be working for in the capacity of some sort of fancy contractor. Yeah, it seems contractor, like contractor, uh, architect, something like that. He's like fixing up her house or something. But uh, then she starts talking about like uh, uh, glass bricks. Which is, uh, you might be familiar from the 80s, is like the tacky building material. You know, it's like very Miami Vice looking. Yeah, you still see it around public pools a lot and stuff. Yeah, yeah and so I, she- wrote, uh, I wrote Glass Brick very early 90s. Early 90s? I, I would say Well, more. in the early 90s, it, it kind of like, like it do- did exist in houses and stuff, but then it kind of just switched over to like pools and stuff in more of like a practical way. Like you see them in like spas mm-hmm. yeah. and, you know, pool sides. Yeah, so they, like don't get wet. So she wants glass brick, and he's like, mm, you know, don't you remember the conversation we were having about the tradition of the Connecticut house? Yeah, yeah. He was like, I like glass brick too, but you know, we're trying to stick with the. But, but we uh, talked about this, yeah. Yeah, we talked about this. I guess so. He's saying like houses have to look a certain way. You can't just go willy nilly put glass brick on an old Connecticut house. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but the, the the neighborhood housing association would not approve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he, I, I wouldn't call him the neighborhood housing association. No, no, like but, he, he, but you know, I'm sure that I would call him that. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. do you think he works for them, or do you think he's just a traditionalist? I think he's more of just a he's traditionalist. more traditionalist. Yeah, so he's like the contractor, and he's like, you know, the contractors today would probably have like less qualms about that because everything already has been replaced with glass brick in like the late '80s. So yeah. do you think you I'm... want stucco? Go for it. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh shit, I've seen that before. I don't care. There's no traditional. <laughs> that, that, that's hideous, but whatever. I'll do it. So this guy, playing. you know, might be le- the last of like the traditionalists. You know, he's like, uh, he's he, uh, he's fighting uh, a fight that can't be won. Yeah, he's a uh, he's old Connecticut. This he, guy. He's uh, standing atop 
history yelling stop. <laughs> yeah, he's like swinging a bat at the people trying to cover him in glass brick. Yeah. Yeah. I like glass brick too, but <laughs> this is not the place for it. Neither the time <laughs> nor like the a place. Loudspeaker, I like glass brick too, but <laughs> <laughs> he's really mansplaining it to, to Mrs. Farley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me put it to you in terms that you'd understand. <laughs> so uh we've kind of got the movie paused here on on the the last frame of the minute maybe a second over but uh these photos on the wall now the uh the telescope came with the house do you think these photos came with the house as well uh i'm going to say yes uh, judging by how this guy decorates his house he's just like tripping over an old telescope that the other people left there yeah. so so, yeah. like, I just can't imagine moving into a house and there being all these old photos and just being like, yep. Yeah, I'll leave those, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that, that's yeah. the old family. I just left them up, whatever. Maybe they're my uncle's. Yeah, is that, is that like, what is with that dude, like, the, the main picture you can I think he's see. holding some fish, maybe? It's yeah. just kind of, can't see it too well because of the contrast or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And there's, like, a beach scene under that. And, and what's with her hat? old lady looking out a window. Hey, hey, real talk here for a second. What's... What's with Phoebe's hat? Phoebe is wearing like uh, which uh, which seven dwarf is she trying it's to be? Probably sleepy. Is she, is I think because being sleepy. Of, I think it's is, like a sleeping cat. Who is the shy yeah, one? She, those are pajamas, aren't they? Yeah. Wasn't there yeah, one just called shy? Do- dopey was a little bashful. Shy. Bashful. Oh uh, yeah. There, there you go. go. Yeah, she's yeah. Uh, she's wearing uh, a bashful hat. She's wearing cosplay. Yeah, it, it might be like a like you know how uh, uh, half the people in this movie are dressed like you know modern 1988 people, but the other half of the characters in this movie are dressed like they're from uh, like, like a, 1926. <laughs> they're like from a regional production of Fiddler on the Roof. Yeah, so this yeah. movie is kind of like half period piece, and Phoebe represents like the 1926 mystic, and she's wearing like a, a nightgown that one would wear in. Oh, so the maybe 1920s. they haven't. They haven't. Maybe they've gone over this already. But why is it called Mystic? Was there some sort of like well, magical convergence well, or something actually, that happened there? Well, actually, the word mystic is not from the English word mystic. It's from a, a Native American word, yeah, mystic, it's a, which it's means a like... It's word. Uh, I think it's like missitook. Yeah, and it's it's more like, what is it, like mouth of the river or something? Yeah, it means mouth of the river. Huh, okay. See, this is what I get from being the first guest to not oh, have hey, watched the whole movie. Screensaver. I don't think it stopped, so... Uh, we, we had an issue where there was like a screensaver that went on and we were afraid that it was interrupting recording. I'm still of the opinion that it's not actually doing that, but if uh, if there's a big skip right before this part that I'm talking right now, you can make me eat my words. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so my last note is you know, when Cat like call, calls Phoebe over, I wrote, Cat is really good at manipulating children. And you know that's that, an important quality. Yeah, that is a compliment. I'm I'm good at manipulating children too. So you know, it's <laughs> right. like yeah, you know, you you know, you just you do something. You start doing something. You don't try to get them to come over. You don't like talk to them. Mm-hmm. You just start doing something, and they'll be like, "What are you doing? What yeah. is that comic book you're reading?" She, she and they'll come over. She's like, yeah. "I got a sad book." And then Phoebe is just like a magnet to Phoebe. She's like, "I love sad books." And, uh, Let me see the the rabbit bird. Yeah, so while her dad's talking on the phone, this is all like an interview for a babysitting job. Right, so know. she's just immediately getting to work rather than just yeah. sitting there twiddling her thumbs, which exactly. would be unbecoming of a potential 
babysitter because there's like babysitting that needs to be done you know right so she's yeah she's getting right down to business which is i guess a great thing to do during a babysitting job this is like and if she doesn't get the job she could at least demand to be paid for you know this is the interview right here you know yeah so i bet when he hangs up he's gonna be like oh no you're great that was it you know i wasn't even talking to anybody i just wanted to see what you would do yeah he's looking over phoebe's like snuggled up against her he's like you got the job yeah (laughs) and then he's like by the way here's a telescope scope uh, sends her on her merry way because she said it was better than the one to it's a nautical telescope that's better than the one she has at home well what makes a nautical telescope i i, I assume it's know. for navigational purposes i think uh, it has water inside of it yeah so yeah. it can survive. so you can see underwater <laughs> yeah. because like if it was empty and you were underwater you would just see nothing but if it's filled with water well, yeah, it, and it's I like polarized, so you can see through the water. Well, it, it may also be be it's more for uh, more for spotting far off land than looking up at the stars. I don't know how that would change the design. Right? What do you mm. use to look at the stars when you're a, a, a <sighs> nautilusian? Maybe it's like <laughs> that, uh, that's that um uh, I can't think of the name for it, but it's like like that little curved it's an thing. abacus. No, it's not an abacus. Uh, uh, it's it something a, that starts with an A. It's uh, like an astro something. Astrolith. Like astrolith. There it is. Yeah. Alright, so a nautical we telescope. Like if you were uh, yeah, if you were like out to sea, you wouldn't be looking anywhere except straight across. You know. That that thing is a telescope for like looking at the North Star and then going. The North Star is right over there. Yeah, yeah, maybe no, but you'd be looking straight across north. in like all yeah, no, directions. Yeah, that's the thing. But I like think, level with the water. I think that's that's so, the difference because it is like it. It's not like pointed upward. It's like flat. So I think, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, so I, think, I guess and uh, how you like uh, you measure distance is you know how far you pull out the you know the in and outs of the how you make a telescope. Uh-huh. Is the the telescoping action of it? The telescoping action of it measures distance. I think it would have been better. So you though. like look at the notches on the side, and you're like, oh, I pulled it out, you know, three inches. So that thing is yeah. four miles away. No, I think it exactly. would have been funnier though if she'd looked at it and be like, oh, nice telescope, and he would have been like, actually, it's a kaleidoscope. We should uh, we should get a scientist on the show. And then it's like three days later. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, anyway, uh, is that all the notes everyone had? Oh, let's see. What let's see. I got? Uh, Velveteen Rabbit. Tim's uh, contractor. We, we talked a little about his, yeah. I have his some notes about uh, I have some notes about redesigning houses in like the late eighties. Oh yeah. But uh, I, I don't want to say them because they're real boring. Yeah. Oh. It's kind of like what, Beetlejuice. What do you think? Uh, what do you think the mo- <laughs> that's what, that's Wait, what Beetlejuice isn't boring. Yeah, Beetlejuice isn't boring. Like they were trying to redesign that old house in Beetlejuice. Remember that? Like yeah, she wanted yeah. to add like a uh, like a white platform with just like a column on it, with or like something. a cutout of a house. Yeah, with like a cutout of a house wall. So you know what this lady wants to do with her glass bricks? Is maybe very, that, uh, is very Beetlejuice. Yo, maybe that is literally Beetlejuice. <laughs> Yeah, maybe, like, this maybe is it's just, the same lady and it takes place in, like, the same universe. And he's going to have to turn down that work because, like, you know, well, his, his wife's in England right now, so he can't really. Right. Well, what do you think she's doing in England? Uh, I think we'll find out pretty soon what she's doing in England, so I don't know. Well, you we think just she's... don't know enough to speculate about what her wife is doing. But... Do you think she's going to ever appear in this movie? No, I think the mm-hmm. wife is gone. I think it's just, like, yeah, a he's... real easy way to, to get rid of the other woman in this guy's life. Maybe you know? yeah no he's saying he's saying she's in England and then like like halfway through the movie he's gonna be like oh she filed for divorce yeah uh-huh. or, or maybe yeah. she dies over there like she was one of the paparazzi chasing princes die Ooh. and mm. like yeah make it like a, wow that they would have 
predicted the future, wouldn't yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, this is a prophetic movie that predicted it. I was actually thinking earlier uh, of things that uh, Mystic Pizza may have predicted correctly or something, and when those parts are going to show up. Like, uh, Oh, did they mention the Trump presidency? I, well, yeah, that's what... I, uh, in an earlier episode, I asked Holford if uh, Donald Trump was ever going to show up, and like, in what capacity... Like, not, like, show up, but, like, if anybody's ever going to mention him or something. No, no, he or, just or shows up. Like, he shows up, like, in Home Alone too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's also possible. Maybe. Like, who is going to show He's just up? like, I'm up here searching for golf courses. Like, I hear the Connecticut golf course scene. You guys use a hotel. But, yeah, I was thinking, like, nobody, I do, not a whole lot of people, I'm going to say, have analyzed the movie Mystic Pizza. So, like, uh, yeah, in yeah. such a way that we're in we uncharted have, territory. We are kind of in, like, uncharted territory. Like, what if we uncover, like, some weird Mystic Pizza conspiracy? Ooh, ooh, ooh. I like that. Ooh, <laughs> after, after you guys finish, are we going to go back and, and see what music syncs up to it so we can pull, like, oh, a yeah. Pink Floyd? Absolutely. Pink Floyd we'll already know off the top of our heads what music syncs up to Mystic Pizza because we'll just know it so well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, any Tony Hawk anything? No, there's not really much Tony Hawk anything. We were watching uh, some Tony Hawk interviews from the era. I don't know if there was anything to share from that. Yeah, we saw an interview with Tony Hawk in 1988. He's looking, uh, he, like, bleached his hair blonde. And he's a real, like, like, a dreamboat. Yeah, he's a real, like, teenage dreamboat, that Tony Hawk. And uh, he apparently, in 1988, bought a house that cost $140,000. So he's 20 years old, already bought a $140,000 house, put a pool table in it and everything. A miniature pool table. A miniature pool table, yeah. I'm not impressed by your miniature pool table, Tony Hawk. I hope by this point you have like six regular size ones. Did he have any sort of like skating area in the house? It didn't seem like he did. No, no, I don't think he put too much thought into his new $140,000 house. I think he just bought it. He's like, this is my starter home. He filled it with like candy and popcorn and, you know, posters. Inflatable dinosaurs. did Did he have the... Did yeah. he have President Trump's button that will bring a butler with a Coke? Oh, God. Uh, uh, oh, this episode is over. <laughs> yep. Thank you to everybody. See you later, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>